you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Hey, hey, hey. Once again, this episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Bevel, which is the first and only, which is the key word, shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly, nappy, black hair, and sensitive skin. Start shaving smart and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code FRIENDZONEFREE to get the first month of your Bevel subscription for free. That's right. Go to G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com and use code FRIENDZONEFREE at checkout to get the first month of your Bevel subscription for free. And let me tell you something. It's worth it. Let's start the show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the rap. Friend zone, friend zone, yeah, we back. We gonna get the shit poppin'. So here's the beat. Stay tuned, bitches. Don't move your seat. Move your feet, yeah, move it to the beat. Do that shit right and do it in the streets. Play that shit hard and play that shit loud. Play that shit like you black and proud. I wasn't gonna do it, but I gotta get a piece. It wouldn't be the same if I didn't speak my piece. Uh-huh. I seen a girl named Keisha and the bitch said, peace. Peace. I looked and it said you had this shit on last week. See, I'm tired of these hoes. I'm even more tired of these niggas. I'm trying not to be a nigga that has always pulled on triggers. I'm really trying to keep my focus and trying to keep my focus up and let everybody know what's up. And it's coming right from my gut and it's heartfelt. That's why you melt when you get some. I'm going to end it right there because that's all we need. Hey! <laughs> Welcome to the friend zone, everybody. I felt like they deserve snaps at the end of it. That's right. That was a little bit of spoken word. That's right. Rapping fusion. That's right. Hybrid next level type shit. You was like Notorious Maya Angelou or something. I was fucking with it. Yeah. That's who I am. Really in my car. I'm like a mix between like Maya Angelou, Lil' Kim, Lil' John. Wow. Lil' Bit. Because everybody knows somebody named Lil' Bit in the hood. Bit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? All that shit. Lil' Wayne. Hey. <laughs> Did y'all see the Lil' Wayne commercial? No. Where he's pouring what? liquor on, on, a, on a phone. No? Okay. No. Uh, wait, no. <laughs> wait, hold on. First of all, what channel was that on? <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know what channel. I saw it on Twitter. I saw oh, him I'm laying saying, out on something though. It looked weird, so it may like have been a screenshot from that. He was showing that a phone was waterproof, and he poured liquor on it. <laughs> no, 
Okay, mm. never mind. <laughs> shout out to Lil Wayne. Shout, right? out, yeah, shout okay. out to him being back on the scene. I felt like crispy and clean. Collar Grove him. is the jam. The whole album is the jam. I love it. I still didn't listen to it yet. Shout yeah, out. and he's been holding Toya right down in her divorce too. Like, yeah, well, her. Okay, so here we go, y'all. <laughs> Little petty information, inside <laughs> info. So, bust this right. So, so. Toya and Memphis didn't split up. Okay, they didn't. That's over, right? They mm-hmm. act like they're gonna rekindle, but that's completely over. So Toya has been on tour with Wayne, yes, mm. and he's been like in in clubs. They show him hugging other women and shit. But she's like, if you follow her Instagram and if you look at his and other people that are associated with the tour, same hotels, same background, same everything. And wow. Toya had just did an interview saying how she was on the Breakfast Club saying how, you know, she doesn't like for rap. If she was to date another rapper, she wouldn't let them play like their music where they talk, speak about, you know, like sex. Oh, and yeah, I did see that. She don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, Wayne don't play his music in front of you. And she was like, he would never. She was like, he would never. So I just was fascinated by their relationship dynamic. Don't know why the <laughs> hell we're talking about that. <laughs> But yeah, that's there a little tidbit. Be, there has to be something to be said about Toya, though. Like, yeah. Like, Toya has been around forever, and she's just always out here, like, grinding and working and doing and her shit. she's beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. You I know? just love oh the God. New Orleans accent. Me, yes. too. I love it. Yes. I was going to do it, but then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was about to do it. Because so like, you know it's about to be horrible. No, nah, I'm not even going to do that, my damn self. I won't, I won't do it to y'all. No. <laughs> well, Speaking of doing it, no, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> The sex episode. No, I'm just playing. Sex. Now that we have your attention. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everybody is set up in their seat now like, oh, shit. It's okay. That Welcome to the friend zone, the show that y'all thought I was going to forget to say this, but I'm not. So take your shot. The show that focuses on mental health, mental wellness, well-being in general, you know, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Not I. Not Question I. still stands. <laughs> so on last week's show, we discussed Kalani's Instagram posts and deletion of her Instagram and discussed basically whether mental health is invalidated when it is posted on social media. And a lot of you had really, really interesting things to say. So, guys, let me know what stood out to you. So I thought this was funny, you know, uh, baby air. Okay. Baby. And yeah, her Twitter handle is at U P P E R C A S C underscore capital C. So at uppercase C is her Twitter handle, right? Oh, I was like, wait, and baby right. air spelled U P P. I know. I was like, right? wait, I try to say their name and they handle because, you know, people dumb and don't know how to just pick one part and look for that. So I try to say both, but anyway, uh, her tweet says in all caps, forget you, Dustin Ross. I'll never hear that Johnny Cash song in its proper context again. I walk the line. So I'm glad she was paying attention when we were talking about pubic hair and the importance, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I died listening back yes, to that part. That's right. She likes, she got the I'll walk the line Johnny Cash reference. So shout out to her for being smart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People don't, People need to understand the correlation between smart and funny. You got to know enough shit to, to be able to pull funny. something to make something funny. Right. So when people get the joke, it's the most gratifying thing ever. Like, I'd buy you a drink if I could. <laughs> <laughs> what I about would. you, Asante? What'd you find? Um, so this one comes from Tashi in the emails. And they basically said, I wanted to comment on the suicide topic. I'm 23 years old, so I'm not too far away from this artist's age. 
I'm a very emotional person, and my mom has also taught me to keep, to keep, has taught me to kind of keep things to myself. So not being able to express your feelings to people sometimes drive you nuts. And I believe a lot of people my age know that. So, however, we take a social media, we take the social media to vent. No, it's not smart, but when you feel like you have no one else, there's there are billions of people on the internet there are, that are there and will read your post. Um, she went on ahead to write on some more things, but it kind of resonated with me when she was saying, you know, her mom taught her to keep things in, and so it's hard for her to vent, and so that's why she just vents on the internet. And so I was thinking about how, like, when my mom told me, or, like, I just didn't let a lot of stuff out, but it doesn't incline me to want to run to the internet as much as it would... <clears throat> want access to another person. And I think sometimes when you're lacking that, you think of all the people that are accessible on the internet. But in my mind, I'm like, mm, you're not really sure who's going to get that or who's going to get it and use it for you or against you. So that's right. when it's just like you throwing that in the dark and that's why I get kind of uneasy from it. But I thought that was interesting, especially to hear from someone uh, so close to Kalani's age. So you know I mean, hopefully she's not putting her business out there like Kalani is. Yeah, and a lot of people I noticed were saying uh, that they use Twitter to vent because sometimes it's helpful, or at least they use Twitter even to see who else is sad because it's helpful when they are not alone yeah. in their sadness. And I thought, of course, for all of us, I can, I've can i seen people, you know, people you admire and you see them having a bad day and you mm -hmm. kind of feel like, wow, they have bad days, you know? Because yep. even though you know people have bad days. but I'll be let down. I'll be wanting motherfuckers to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, I, if I look up to you, I want to look up. You know what I'm saying? So when you have a bad day and you tell me about it, nigga, you... Fuck, I need to know that. You didn't ruin the fantasy and shit. I'll be feeling let down. Really? <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. I just want to look up. Shit. No, Go but ahead, that's though. real. And I true? think um, it was interesting when somebody, like someone in on Twitter actually like added another influencer and were like, because this person's always depressed and it makes me happy, <laughs> which kind of embarrassed me because I was like, did you have to add her? But um, they were like, so her depression her. helps me. Oh, don't try to figure no, out. Not, like, not even in a bad way, but it was just no, like, No, yeah, damn. it was her. And they, they basically were saying that her depression and how open she is with it has granted them permission, which we've mentioned before on the show, granted them permission to be okay with their own internal conflicts and understanding that this is very normal. So in that sense, I totally understand. But my fear with that, which I've said before, is I, n I never want people to bond in misery. Right. right. You know, because then mm. you're like, oh, she's sad and I'm sad too. And I get it. It's helpful to know you're not alone. But then how are you fixing it? Because now you're just bonding in the misery and then what? Both of right. y'all just sitting up there Both mad just, together. Yeah, y'all are just tweeting sadness and it's just, you know, and so there's a part of it that is helpful, but I don't know how healing that actually is at the end of the day. So that's my only concern with that. But I, you know, I can see True. how, which is why I developed the mental hygiene series on YouTube, which I will be getting back to this month because it was my way of, yes, I want you to see that I'm going through a lot of complications in my life, but I also want to show you how I'm fixing it in hopes that it resonates with you and hopefully 
make something and you click like, oh, my God, this is what I can do for me, too. You know, so to me, it's like I want to bring some resolution to your life. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers. You got a lot. But of I give them. you perspective. At least you got a lot of them because you were sitting up here talking about this and you were just looking so cute over here. I'm just like, <laughs> man, you know how they always do the cliche. At least I don't look like what I've been through. Like, friend, you are over here. Fly as yeah, hell. You, you do like it's been a lot of like, good days. <laughs> like your good days outweigh your bad days and you won't complain. Okay. So funny. No, but you know, that's what I just want people to be mindful of. Be be mindful of the things that are that you're attaching yourself to because it doesn't always help. Including waist trainers. <laughs> I seen a motherfucker. Oh uh-uh. had insurance, had PLPD said, uh-uh. on his waist trainer. <laughs> I see them motherfucker had their waist trainer on their homeowner's insurance, man. That's a badass waist trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I seen a waist trainer with a seatbelt on that motherfucker. What did you <laughs> I seen a waist trainer with a pocket. You know, you got what you need no. a pocket. What you putting in a pocket of a waist? <laughs> Ain't know, no room. You know, you a little wallet in there or some shit. I, I bet bitches in the hood be leaving their house with their waist trainer yeah. on. So I seen you... a waist trainer jumpsuit. I seen a bitch with a short Not set a waist t- trainer. <laughs> Say, what the fuck this bitch got on? <laughs> the, the ice capades? What the fuck is this? Okay, but look, I've seen a waist trainer with like one of them like lace backs on them. Mm-hmm. Like it had a train. Like the ass on it. No, what do you mean it had a train? Stop yeah, it. Yeah. Stop yeah. It. It had a train. Yeah. Stop like a fr- almost Wait, like a was French this maid. The, the waist trainer yeah. fashion show? <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm not I know what I'm talking about. Love hip hop. Did you tell us about Yeah, she really had a waist trainer. Yes. But what I'm talking about. What you talking about? No, she was putting the waist trainers on, and they had on like bodycon outfits and shit. I was like, "This is and not it'd be an like outward match." The print matched the dress, so if like the dress was leopard, the whole waist trainer was leopard, <laughs> or like something complimentary or, or just off kilt, like you know. A one zebra girl didn't one of them have a hoodie, have a waist trainer hoodie. It had Some a hood no, up on yeah, her head. Now y'all just making shit up. <laughs> she bitch had a waist trainer, one fucking waist trainer, a short sleeve waist trainer. What the fuck this bitch got on, man? Okay. So, So, Fran, what did you see? So, on SoundCloud, Olivia Fumilola Cole said, Hey, y'all, love your podcast. Say that three times fast. I can't. You did that shit, Fran. You saw that, right? That looked real sexy when you said it. I was like, she got it. (laughs) I hope I said it properly. I'm 21, and I recently unplugged from all forms of social media except for Tumblr. I did so because it wasn't healthy for me mentally. It's been three months, and I feel like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. For a long time, I struggled with my looks, and I recently lost weight. I'd post a lot of pics of myself, journey, or just selfie of my outfits. At first, people cared, and I'd get a bunch of likes. But after a while, the likes stopped and the depression started to kick in. People stopped caring about my journey. In January, I decided to explore why I felt the need to seek out validation from other people via social media. I've observed all of my friends and people my age and other millennials, and I've noticed that a lot of us talk about depression and feelings of worthlessness. I've come to the conclusion that it's linked to social media. A lot of us get on Facebook and we put out our best face forward and no one is actually getting the full picture, not even ourselves. We rely on the validation that we get from others to tell us who we are instead of figuring it out ourselves. So I love the fact that she tapped out of fa- of social media as a whole to actually like figure herself out. And it was triggered by the fact that she was like depressed because she wasn't getting likes on her journey. 
And I thought that was important because that's the the point I was trying to make in the last show, that with Kalani, what worried me is the need for people to know what she was going through. And like you said, it's a generational thing. Like mm-hmm. now that's just, it's the generation of sharing and oversharing. But I was just hoping that she took the time to get help. Yeah. Right. Offline, you know, with the real people in her life that can touch her and make sure she's right. okay. And because likes and comments, they're helpful. And, you know, like and we sh- hurt, they could be hurtful, but too. they also could be very triggering. Mm-hmm. So I thought this comment was amazing because you guys know I'm a huge advocate of self-care and yeah. and reflection and isolation, which I think people don't do enough of. So thank Tell you. What does she keep? She got rid of all the social media except what? Except for Tumblr. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, 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 everybody, <laughs> everybody know what's on Tumblr. <laughs> That's where the porn and the good porn and the news the people you know and shit. Like, I was just about to say, for me, uh-huh. for me, Tumblr <laughs> yeah. is the first uh-huh. to go. <laughs> like Talk I- about causing inciting depression. <laughs> Let me tell you. She kept Tumblr for a reason. Uh, you ain't slick. I, go, I got rid of everything except Tumblr. I said, uh-huh. Because look, look, when Facebook bought Tumblr, there were some changes, but there's still some things okay. on there. Okay, yeah, I'm just mess. <laughs> Olivia's at home like, no. <laughs> okay, she's like, she's like, damn, they got me figured out. Why was she at home like, yes. <laughs> So that's it for this week's recap session. And Dustin yes. has an awesome conversation for us to get into this week because it's very personal for him. Yes, it is. And so I thought that this was the right place and the right time to have this conversation and definitely the right way. So most people may not know this. Some of you do. If you don't, it's probably none of your business. That's why you don't. But now I'm sharing. So I'm actually <laughs> from Flint, Michigan. Um, that's where I was born and raised. Um, and now the city is going through a water crisis that is getting headlines and attention all over the world, as it should, because it's deserving of that. The water is poisoned, okay, and the, the people that are consuming this water and using it are poisoning themselves, and it's a damn shame the way that these rotten people in positions of power have abused their position and allowed this to happen it, out of greed, selfishness, Um, And just general deftness, period. So um, today we have a special guest in the studio who is actually one of my best friends. We've been friends since 1994. She has a birthday that just passed, so happy belated birthday to her. And she is definitely older than me. Um, (laughs) God damn. uh, (laughs) She's like that. Yeah, we do. We have a guest. We have Jasmine in the studio today. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Dustin. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. That's Thanks right. for that introduction. Mm-hmm. You should beat his ass. You're more than welcome. Not <laughs> to that, later. but you're welcome to the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, my God. So Jasmine here is a current resident of the city of Flint, Michigan. Wow. Um, Jasmine was also born and raised in Flint. Um, she's very well aware of what life was like before this crisis occurred. Um, and so she's here to offer some perspective and insight to that. Also to what it is like living day to day in the city of Flint and having to come into contact with the water for some usage of some sort whatsoever. And I just thought instead of us all opining, instead of us all reading these headlines, writing these stink pieces, instead of all of this shit, (laughs) why don't we just get it? Y'all know I'm a real nigga. You know, I I get it straight from the horse's mouth. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're going to do today. 
Welcome, Jasmine, to the Friend Zone. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No um, problem. Uh, let's start by you telling us when the when this issue first occurred. What made you notice it? Just tell us the story from the beginning. Well, the issue started when back in 2014 they mm-hmm. decided to. Well, no. Let me go back even farther. Let's go back to when uh, the governor decided that the state should take over the city of Flint. Okay. Um, being a uh, ex-city of Flint employee, you know, you see a lot going on. A lot of cuts were made before that initial takeover okay. was made. Made to save money, basically. Um they made cuts in every uh, every every area um, departments in the city of Flint. Okay. When the state took over, that's when the water dis- the discussion of switching the water supply the water supply which we were getting our water from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Thinking that switching it would save money because they had also occurred a bill with the city of Detroit. Owing them money okay. for the water that we were getting. So, um, when was that? This was probably the first of 2014. Okay. Um, after that, when they made the switch, well, in discussions of the switch, it was a lot of things that went on that they know now because of um, Congress, but. The whole reason why they made the switch was to save money. Okay. The plan that was put in place for them to make the switch, they rushed it. Mm-hmm. Things that should have been done wasn't done to secure the city of Flint safety as mm-hmm. far as making the switch. So when they initially made the switch to the Flint River, they would turn the fire hydrants on to flush thinking that it was flushing the water out and notify the residents on the news with giving us like a boiling water water advisory, telling us to boil the water because it was contaminants. Not lead, just E. coli, contaminants, bacteria. Okay, so... And this was when exactly? Now, this was in April of 2014. Okay. So... Six months down the line, we're still getting these boiling boiling water advisories telling us to boil the water. Um, luckily, you know, and this is what I, a lot of people don't understand is, you know, the people that it's affecting is the city of Flint, the people that live in the city of Flint. You know, mm-hmm. you have Flint Township, you have... Beecher, mm-hmm. you have different counties that reside. Suburban communities around right. Flint. So when you speak on the city of Flint, the residents that actually live in the city of Flint is your lower poverty majority, but that's not all that it's affecting. Right. You know, it's much broader. We're talking about... Um, Restaurants. Yep, restaurants, schools. Mm-hmm. I was just supposed to go there with the, as far as you're talking about a city that was automotive, GM, Vibrant. growing 
town. Mm-hmm. You know, my I come from a two-parent household. Both mm-hmm. my parents are retired from General Motors. Um, not poverty. We're not poverty-stricken. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother, city of Flint, retiree. My grandfather, God rest his soul, he retired from General Motors. So what you're you know, saying is that this is not the image that's being portrayed in the media of Flint being this poverty-stricken, barren battleground. You're saying that it's not just that. Yes, there are low-income residents, but this is affecting everyday people who have to get up and go to work and raise families and take care of children and do normal your, functions. You're working class. Right. Um, working class people... Uh, retire your retirees and your retirees mm-hmm. it's not and like I said going back to it it just doesn't affect the low class I mean you got your middle class we're in a state where homeowners how can you sell your house even if you have the means mm-hmm. to relocate right you can't unload can the one you're you in. You can't right. just hand your house over. Who's going to buy it attached to that water system? So that's another concern. So the impacts is what you're saying. There's so many more impacts of this yeah. situation than people are even bringing to light. And that's something that does deserve recognition. What about the day-to-day experience? When did you start noticing a change in your day-to-day usage of the water? Um, Back when they were... I could ride down on the corner of my street. You go around the corner. They got the fire hydrants running. You just don't run fire hydrants. No one. You know. So that was like my, I guess that was like my clue. So from then, in considering the source of where the water was coming from, I initially switched to bottled water. Mm -hmm. But that means your bottled water, we're using bottled water to brush our teeth in the morning, wash our faces, so tell cook. wait, when you say this is the part that I want people to understand. So when you say that you use bottled water to brush your teeth, tell me how you have to brush your teeth since you can't use the water that's running out of your faucet. Get what bot- do you do? I have to go get bottled water. I have a four year old also. Mm-hmm. So we in the bathroom. I have to make sure because you know, kids like to play in water. So I'm pouring the water on the toothbrush to put the toothpaste on. After she brushes her teeth, she rinses her mouth with bottled water. I wash her face with bottled water. The only thing we can't get around is bathing bathing. physically. Wow. And that affects affects you. Yes. Mm -hmm. My daughter, um, I could say it's been maybe nine months, about six yeah, about six to nine months ago, um, I started noticing um, a sore in her head. Oh, boy. And, you know, I took her to the doctor. They said, um, well, look like she might have just scratched her head. It might be an infection. A couple weeks later, they give her antibiotics. She's on antibiotic for 10 days. After 10 days, I'm not, I'm seeing that it's, no change is actually worsening. She, yes, her hair, she bald spot in the back of her head caused by for me washing her hair in the water. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> and so saw that's what I say. News. It's not just lead, it's other bacteria and contaminants. That's also not only that, but 
back. Let me go back to like when I said as far as April fourth, two thousand fourteen. Yes. Seeing the, well, they were trying to, their escape goal was okay. The chlorine, and it's, I could take a shower and it smelled like you were in I a was, pool. Yep. Wow. That's how strong the chlorine smell would be. Wow. But with that. <clears throat> It caused, that's what caused the corrosion in the pipes. Mm. Have you found that the, because I know a lot of celebrities have kind of teamed up to donate bottles of water. Have you felt that that was helpful? Of course, yes. But that's not a solution to the problem. Absolutely. How does it work, though? Like, do you have, I'm, I know they have, like, different sites. Yeah, distribution then, centers. That, right. Um, but how does it, because if you're using bottled water for all of these small details throughout the day, how often are you going to, you know, grab more and more bottles? And how is it enough for all of these neighborhoods? It's not. Wow. It's not. How do it's not? It's not at all. So, Okay. We're really inquisitive because obviously yeah. this is something that it's hard for anybody to wrap their brain around not being able to use the fucking water in the faucet, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so were people just dropping? Would you wake up and see like cases of water, water on your on porch? Yep. You would. Hmm. About yeah, usually at, like for but good two months. Every Saturday morning, it would be a group, um, either from United Way. Or then you would have just people, just kind-hearted people from Detroit that would come up mm-hmm. and just ride down with a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. My job, like I work for Chrysler, my local, UAW local, did a fundraising water drive, came up, brought waters. And they kind of like targeted the neighborhoods where like you're in your senior center, senior centers. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're not able to get out. Right. So, yeah. so kind of go, to go back, um, how are the businesses running without, like, you know, I heard you say restaurants and stuff. Well, they, you know, they <laughs> they are required to have um, filters on their water systems, and the health department and the EPA mm-hmm. are supposedly going there. They're supposed to be going there on a regular basis, like every week, to check their system and make sure that they're following the protocols. That- That's bullshit. You can't tell me for one second. I don't. I don't think for one second that anybody. How you gonna follow the rules now? All exactly. of this is damaged because people weren't following the rules. So now we're supposed to trust the EPA and trust the health department. All of a sudden, that okay, yeah, we messed it up, but here's what we gonna do to make sure you know that it's gonna be all right. Nobody believes that. And what and this, about in the schools, too? Like, the cafeterias and stuff like that? Bottled even, water. And just everywhere? Just How do they wash their hands? Bottled water. Wow. Bottled water. And are the politicians, like, open, openly discussing these things? Like, what I'm wondering what the news is like right now in Flint. Is it is it, like, an open discussion, or is it sort of still swept under the yeah, rug? Yeah, no, it's an open discussion now because, yeah, it has gotten, it's nationwide now. Right. You know. Worldwide. The, and they haven't, like, emails yes. been exposed. And Well, they they did that because they had the... Um, Investigation with the Congress, um, with Congress, and uh, they talked to the old mayor, because we now have a new mayor, so they talked to the old mayor, 
I think was the director of the region of the EPA that's in our region. And they did require, and even Governor Snyder, they required them to produce the emails dating back. And yes, the emails showed that they knew what was going on. It was concerns early on. They they basically swept under the rug. What do you want? What do what do people what what do you want people to know that nobody knows? What do you not see in the media? What do you want as a resident of the, of the city? And what do you foresee your future looking like living in Flint, Michigan? Like, what's the reality of your future for you, for you? The reality for me is to protect my daughter mm-hmm. and the best ability that I can. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it's my job to make sure that the quality of life is not deterred by someone else's decisions. So I'm in the process of trying to position us somewhere else, mm-hmm. basically. Because I don't... They have started replacing some pipes, but this is a process that can take yeah. years. Yeah. years. <laughs> and, and, I mean... And it must be hard to trust that moving forward that after they've made these changes, they're going to keep up with them or, you know... It is. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, even... Even at this point, I don't trust anything that they say, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so your it, solve, your your potential solve for this personally is for you to move, to leave Flint. Yes. Okay. What, yes. Um. damn, that's that's just, it's hard for me to even listen to this. I can't lie. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy hard. because you know, as a child, we didn't grow up We like did this. not. We did not. We had some of the best water you ever could have. Look at me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but we did have some of the best water that you could have. Now, Seriously. what um, what about, like, the water bills? Were residents still, are they currently still required? Yes, we are still getting water bills, and they are still requiring what? us to pay it. Wow. Just last, the middle of March. But what are you paying for? When they stopped, when they said they were stopped, they were, they were not going to send us a bill for that month. But with that being said, that they stopped it too because they have got money to cover the residents' water bills, and they were supposed to be applying credits. So that's their to me personally. That's their way of because y'all getting all of this money, and y'all still sending bills out. There's no reason why I should still be getting a bill in the mail for water that I cannot use. Do you, wow. Why don't people just not pay the bill? They stopped. A lot of people don't. But they still they are still cutting people water off. It's already fucking cut off. Shit. It's right. off. Right. Yeah. There's no water there. There is no water. So, like, I don't understand why they would still be billing residents. Because they it's said terrible. they have to, I mean, they still had to run down to City Hall. They had a, they was on the news, this is probably like maybe a couple months ago, and they were, they had concerns because a lot of the residents were not paying their water bill, and their concern was as far as them running out of money downtown in the water department to be able to function. 
And I don't know if this is correct, but I I heard somewhere that they were also calling child protective yeah. services because if you were not paying your water bill and, and cutting it off, yep. so you don't yeah. have water, you can't wow. properly take care I heard of your they children. Were threatening that is that so true? They were threatening, right? They were oh threatening, yeah, parents by saying we will call child protective service. So that's that was really happening. Yes, I mean, especially, I mean. It's just, it's really unbelievable. I'm going to be honest. Like, we've been dealing with this since 2014, and it still baffles me, like, in disbelief and, you know, you get angry because it's like, really? This is 2016. And you mean to tell me I can't? Drink water that's coming out of my faucet. Yet somebody 10 minutes over from you in one of the surrounding areas or the suburban communities that surround Flint, they can. Yes. That's crazy. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Spring is springing, so grab a map, your bag of holding, and some friends. April's theme is Quest. We're forming a party to explore everywhere from far-off kingdoms to worlds hidden within worlds, with exclusive items from Labyrinth, Harry Potter, History Channel's Vikings, and Uncharted 4. And, of course, we've got our T-shirt and loot pin to help you equip for your adventures. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Make sure to head over to www.lootcrate.com slash friendzone and enter code friendzone to save $3 on any new subscription. Uh, just for those of y'all that were wondering who the female voice was in the back earlier, we have an, a bonus special guest. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, in addition to the Dustin Ross, we also have the Daria Ross in the building. Right, my sister. So if there was ever like a VIP of VIP, like this would be like the <laughs> ultimate like oh VIP. So welcome, Daria, to the podcast, to the friend Woo! zone as a whole. Hi, this is guys. your podcast debut. What's up? Say hello. Now, hello. let me set some fucking rules here, okay? Because you are my sister. God, here we <laughs> oh go. You are older than me, here but this goes. is my damn house, <laughs> okay? And you're going to follow some rules up in here tonight, okay? I'm going to let him run things. Thank you. Now. <laughs> Briefly. Now, but all jokes aside, we thought it would be a great idea to have Daria contribute to this as someone who... Also used to live in Flint, Michigan, has personal, emotional ties, familial ties, um, uh, all sorts of ties to the city and to the heartbeat of the city. And someone who knows the culture firsthand, we thought it'd be great to get your perspective as well from someone on the outside looking in. You haven't lived in Flint, Michigan for many, many years, but you are still close with, still visit frequently. You know, and go see several people that do live there. So what say you, Daria? Well, just to add to some of the things that Jasmine was saying earlier, it is literally unbelievable. Um, when you think about Flint and the Flint that we grew up in and that we know, mm-hmm. uh, it was vibrant. It was a working middle class community. Plenty of people who were educated. And the thought that they would change the water supply to the Flint River 
growing up, if someone had said that to any of us, we would have laughed. It would have exactly. exactly. yes. been a joke. Because growing up, it was a running joke that the Flint River was filthy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even go. We, we couldn't, couldn't go nowhere near that. We couldn't go anywhere near it. So like the husband is for us. Right. right. Precisely. Like the Precisely. Or that's it. That's it. Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. It's disgusting. So when I first heard that they were considering that switch, I thought to myself, oh, that won't happen. That, that won't happen. Mm-hmm. I really thought that. Um, and when I think about the Detroit River and, and that water pipeline and that supply, it is coveted. That is some of the best water in the country. Yes. Weren't they even considering, they were trying to. There's always They were trying to figure out a way to bottle and sell the water Mm -hmm. in Detroit. They were going to bottle it. Yeah, it's that good. And with all of the challenges that people know nationally when it comes to the city of Detroit, even that region, the one thing that that city possesses is control of the water Mm -hmm. and so the outlying communities that's always been a battle Mm -hmm. everybody wants that water Mm -hmm. and flint was a part of that pipeline for for as long as forever right forever right so (laughs) what's up cardi b love you right she really read peter guns the other night but i'll let that go okay um so it it, it just is unbelievable that this has happened. And so when I think about Jasmine's experience and what she's dealing with on a daily basis, opening a bottle of water to pour it, to brush teeth, to wash face, to wash your hair. Um, when I think about my elderly aunts who still live in the city, who who have have contributed so much to the community and they're dealing with this on a daily basis it pisses me off mm-hmm. it's it's infuriating you can cuss if you want to i know i can okay. <laughs> <laughs> no because like my I, our aunts listen they still listen yeah, i cuss every listen. week they listen know, so you can girl you can go ahead and let it out I shit I got let it loose go ahead. <laughs> but it just it, it it infuriates me it makes me so angry and you know you mentioned the mayor Mm-hmm. She she inherited this situation. She's very passionate about wanting to fix things, yes. but she's limited. Yep, she's she limited, do. and, you know, they want to put all of these Band-Aids on it, but there are just just the, the daily living, the way you have to function yes. in this circumstance. It's infuriating, and it's going to be many, many, many years before there's ever any solutions and the damage has been done. Mm-hmm. The, the the impact of the lead poisoning that we see in in children and in the elderly. And even in pets. And Did you see that? Pets, mm. Everything. Dogs or pets and are testing just, positive for lead. It isn't just lead. There's Legionnaires. Mm-hmm. Um, That'll really fuck you up. My best it's friend, friend she works at one of the largest hospitals, which is a dynamic hospital. hospital yes, it is. And... She she said she's seen so many so many people their illnesses just progress at mm-hmm. a much more rapid rate mm-hmm. wow. than ever before and she really attributes it to attributes it to the water mm-hmm. so this wow. is this is beyond I think what any of us can ever ever comprehend or imagine and it's heartbreaking it pisses you off you're angry. 
Um, Has there been any progress whatsoever? I mean, they've started replacing some pipes, but I mean, just like there, that, just that said, has just, just begun. Yes. Uh, Within a few the weeks past, ago? Yeah. yeah, within the past, I was going to say within the past two months. So but. now, here's what I don't understand, right? Because they can't just start putting in pipes. Like, what have they said? Have they presented a plan to the residents? Like, okay, the work starts on April 15th, will be done on April 21st of 2017 is our, project, is our estimated completion date. We're doing this area on these days. A complete days. plan? What, no. what are they saying? Or y'all just see motherfuckers digging on the corn? Like, what, what's going on? Yeah, they've presented not a complete plan. Um, a partial plan, if you want to call it, as far as they have started, like Daria said, I don't even, maybe, maybe a month, but... So what did they say to you? When they you say they presented did. a partial plan, how did they oh, present it to you? Oh, as far as replaced... Oh, they don't... Presented what, on the news? You said that they've presented a partial plan, Part, right? Yes, a what did they? How did they offer that information to the residents? Was it on the news? Yes, was it, it was on the news. Was it a press conference? Like, what happened? And well, what did they say? It was presented at the city council meeting. Okay. Which is something that they have every Monday mm-hmm. down at the city hall. So when they presented, of course, the news was there. That's how the rest of the residents know. So what did they say their plan was? They basically said that they're going to start certain streets replacing pipes. They've picked a few select homes where they will begin that process. And that's it, Dustin. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And have they given any sort of... I follow this story closely. You know that. So have they given any sort of estimation? Like no, they can't. They're not that First far. of all, they don't have all of the funding. You have to remember there's all sorts of finger-pointing going right. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got uh, state officials. You've got the EPA. You've also got city officials. Everybody is pointing Point. fingers right. and they're saying, you did this. Pointing so they're fingers. wasting time, they're wasting time they're pointing fingers as opposed to finding resolution. So... It's typical politics. It's typical bullshit. Yeah. That felt good, didn't it? You've been wanting to cuss this whole time. (laughs) She's trying not to cuss, y'all, because she's trying to do it right. Bless her heart. She's trying to be right and and be a good representation, and that's why I love you. But you can go on and say bullshit on the friend zone if you want to. I'll say it for you, because this is some bullshit. It's unbelievable. Straight from the bulls. Looking at your faces, you you can't even believe it. Yeah, because... Imagine how we feel... When we look at the news or we look in the media and we see what is depicted. Exactly. Right? We had we went to Blue Ribbon schools. We got some of the best education, education yes. that, you know, the public school system can provide. And to hear that now they don't have the funding for school nurses to help monitor these circumstances with these poor babies and these children that have been impacted... It's it's heartbreaking. It is. I mean, even to the point, I mean, you talking about the schools. Let's talk about how many schools that they have closed. Yes. For wow. and for what? And I also want to say one funding, other thing. Funding, money. Fun, funding, money. Making cuts. But this is this is about obviously we know that it is about uh, racism and communities that are primarily minority communities but this is about classism yeah social this isn't this is this is not just about the obvious 
because there are so many communities who could have had the exact same challenges and they would have gone a different route. Mm -hmm. This didn't have to happen. And I think that's a great point to pin that discussion. So thank you both so much for offering your perspective. Um, one quick question. Go ahead, so, yeah. Um, what would you say is the best way that we can help? Yes. Is it by sending, you know, uh, bottled water? Is it? Are there specific um, online sites that are reliable that we know? We are donating money. It is going directly to those who need it or maybe um, specific GoFundMes. Like, how can we send the help that is needed? And right. what do you think is the help that is needed? You want me to go first? Go ahead. I, was, I simply feel that sending bottled water, while that is an immediate need and it helps, it is a Band-Aid. Band it is not a solution. Um. I want Jasmine to chime in because I do think, while there aren't very many, there are some organizations where you can donate, where I think it will make a significant impact. But I'd like for Jasmine to, to speak on that further because she's there. Right. Donating water, it is just a Band-Aid. Um, but there is a lot of people that can use the bottle of water. Um, as far as sending money, I really can't tell you because, mm -hmm. I mean, that's why we're in the position we're in now I because of can, the way that they was handling money. So. And I think you have to, precisely, I think you also have to put tremendous, and I mean tremendous pressure on people who are responsible. Absolutely. So if that means while we're here in New York, we have to get involved. We have to write to um, the the people that are in control here and say put pressure on mm. Congress, put mm -hmm. pressure on the Senate to to get funding. They need immediate funding. Right now, there's a rainy day fund that the state of Michigan has, and there has been some pressure to force the governor to open that fund up, mm -hmm. but they are dragging their feet. It's a turtle, turtle, turtle crawl. It really is. But I think that we have to continue to create awareness. Mm -hmm. So this forum is great. And we also have to continue to put pressure on people who are in positions of power and authority. Exactly. And yep. shame them. Shame the hell out of them. And that's, that's fun anyway. But just like, just to piggyback <laughs> off of what Daria just said, you're doing a lot now. The awareness, bringing it to the awareness of people um, so that people in power can help make a difference. And be held accountable. Yes. You're right. Yeah, and thank you cuz I think the this the thing about crisis is that we see so many different ones that you almost become numb to it. Right. Yeah. And it's really easy to see like Flint on the you know and then right. you kind of can scroll past it or change the channel and exactly. after a while you're just like, "Oh, just another crisis." But hearing firsthand 
you know, stories, especially knowing what the day-to-day is like, it, like, puts it into perspective because you start picturing yourself in that position and then suddenly it becomes very human Mm -hmm. and very real. So thank you for sharing those stories with us hopefully yes you know we will all be motivated to help in whatever way that we can especially even just putting it on this platform for those just getting that conversation yeah people around the world are listening so like she said put the pressure on the people in power the people that are to blame for sure because like you because you saying that this has been going on since 2014 like I think it's only been made light to me over the past, the past like few year. months. Yeah. 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 So to sit here and hear that all of this has been going for so so long, it's just terrible. Surreal. To to, so and hopefully your daughter feels better soon. I can't imagine. I saw that someone on the news. It was a lady. Her hand was like completely rotted. Just Jesus a lot of Christ. stories that have just been devastating. But. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you for coming. Thank you for, for having me. Yes. Thank you for speaking, Daria. Thanks for chiming Thank in. You, Thank Daria. you. <laughs> Ooh. Right. So I'm like, wow. How do Man, we? Man, because I'm segue. really just sitting here thinking, like, in New York City, if something like that were to happen, and we all are sitting up here with a bottle of water, and to do our day to day on the subway, and I even just even businesses imagine. trying to run, it's just it's even so just hard when to... they cut our water off for one day, yeah. it's like. I go crazy. Yeah. It feels like my whole life is turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Imagine two, two, three years. Mm-hmm. It being a regular routine. Yeah, I can't. Wow. Well. Yes. Well, well. Well, well, well. Exactly. well. <laughs> I, I actually had a whole different uh, wellness segment plan, but I actually just got inspired to do a different one that kind of ties into this hot button issue just because you guys know, I think the flow of it, I'm just yes, like, okay, right. what can we do to make it? What's moving you? Right, moving me. So, okay, so I, one thing that has been helping me with my life and, and things that have been difficult and trying to navigate, you know, how the everyday life can just be hard. can imagine for those in Flint. So even hearing stories like this puts so much into perspective of what we take for granted and I think it's really easy on the day to day to be to complain and to be frustrated at work, whether it's with your family, your friends, even just social media, just everyday things. But I think one thing I'm learning is the more I not saying that I'm happy all the time, because I don't even think that's humanly possible. Okay. But I'm grateful all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about the things in my life that are working, the things in my life that are allowing me to be happy and and at peace the littlest things I have started to write them down on a daily basis and I started this thing where it's like a gratitude jar I was about to say is that a gratitude pad yes and you could do a pad no a pad is fine I was on I was we on the same page (laughs) what about a crown royal bag But the reason I like the, you know, putting a mason jar and (laughs) and what I do is before I go to sleep now, um, the reason I started doing this is because a friend of mine told me one time that the more you talk to God, the universe, you know, whoever it is that you feel connected to about the good in your day before you go to sleep, the universe kind of starts shifting to bring you more of that feeling. Because it, I'm doing it. 
Sorry, right. go ahead. Because what it, it does is... I have the perfect jar. Because most people live in a space of lack, meaning they're always concerned about what's missing, what they, where they haven't reached yet, and it's always this feeling of lack, lack, lack. But when you flip that to the other side and you say, okay, I might not have X, Y, and Z, but I'm so thankful for A, B, and C because without this, you know, my life wouldn't be what it is today. And I'm, And you just have to... Basically show God in the universe that even with the little you may have, you're making it work and you're so open to more of it. And so everything starts shifting to bring you more of it because that's what life wants for you. And I think people forget that. Like we get so caught up on the fact that life is suffering and, you know, trials and tribulations, which it is. But like we said last week, joy is pain management. It's, it's not that life's ever going to be easy, but it's just figuring out how to navigate those ups and downs. I always say I never ask for an easier life, but I just ask for a stronger back. So mm. I think... Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to caption my next Instagram picture that. <laughs> you know, so right, yeah, text me that. You was so, funny. <laughs> so because of that, what helps me navigate through my day-to-day is... What gives me a stronger back, I Mm -hmm. should say, is before I go to bed, I take a little piece of paper and I'll write down, it could be one thing, it could be five things, ten things, all the good things that happened to me today. Everything. It could be the smallest detail, someone that smiled at me and it made me feel nice. That always makes me feel nice. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who said a sweet compliment. A lot of you send me really sweet emails and sometimes I'm like, this person is so nice. Like, (laughs) someone like this exists. They took time out of their day to tell me how, you know, like, to think that there's such good energy in the world and it exists and it's real and it's circulating and we just need to latch onto it to make it bigger and circulate more. No, because it's a lot of different ones. Just in case. But but, um, imagine it's like at (laughs) so-and-so. Okay, but for the bonus, though, Mm -hmm. do you put a stone in the jar next to it? And if so, That's actually really cute. Boom. <laughs> you just made the a bonus, whole, like... The bonus wellness. There you go. <laughs> and don't wash it either. Let the jar get a little murky. That's good for it, too. No, but this is what, what happens. <laughs> the reason I like with... You are so... <laughs> That's good. That's good for it, too. Well, uh, you you the one friend of essential oils and shit. I know some of that still be on your hands sometimes. Uh, so if I saw your jar with them prints, I'd be like, see, it's really blessed. Like, it's oh, got it's got that. everything on it. Like, like the jar the stones the shit on the paper <laughs> go ahead friend. but i want you every night before you go to bed jot down all the things that were good to you today mm-hmm. everything what if they lay in there next to you no i'm just playing i mean go that ahead, too friend. write that down so that you can get more of that so then ah. you're gonna rip up each part and you're gonna put it into the jar mm-hmm and what happens, well, the reason I like the jar rather than doing like a gratitude list or pad is because by the end of the month, you see how full that jar is. You see your abundance it's right lit. there in your face. Hmm. And then it begins to change your perspective because you realize this is all the good I have in my life. And it allows you to shift your focus because now what you're doing is you're going to bed thinking of the good. That's right. So you wake up thankful for the good. That's right. And then you get more of it and more of it and more of it because it almost changes. More, 
How do you like it? How do you like it? More, more, more. I'll tell you how I like it when my jar has been filled. <laughs> I used to love that song, Sidebar, since we're talking about Michigan. Right. They used to play that song more, more, more <laughs> when the Pistons would score and be play it, dribbling down the court. They would play that at the games. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I just think it's really nice. Um, like I said, it just it shifts your whole state of yeah, mind. Yeah. You know, and if you can focus on the good, like I said, you'll just receive more of it. Be open to receiving more of it by acknowledging the good that's already there. I love this. Yeah. And and like I said, and you can decorate the jar all cute. You can put it wherever. I have it by my nightstand. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice as you see it filling up. I you have know? a ghetto Voss glass water bottle in my house, <laughs> and I'm going to fill up. Not the Voss water bottle. <laughs> so you, you can tell me shit really when I have one. Uh-huh. Right? That's what I keep my change in before I take it to the TD bank. <laughs> so look, though, on a petty note, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, say you go with somebody or whatever and you can't stand them. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You can make God. the same jar, right? <laughs> oh, no. And put lines with a marker on a jar like, I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the next line up say, one more time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The next line up say, I'm leaving you, nigga. <laughs> and then the next line up, it ain't nothing. It's just the end of the jar because you gone. So you can have that too, and it's use a bright, <laughs> like and red post-it. Yeah, huh? What would you call the jar? The, the nigga, the nigga ellipses. <laughs> That's what the jar would be called. N i g g a dot dot dot. You might need to take that out and say yeah. that for like urban or something. Yeah, because that would be cute. That's a, that's a that's a I could I could sell that you right. Could. So if anybody want to buy that, I make it. You know what's funny? Urban Email totally me. would sell that. Would. that. When, when he said it, I was like, oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> I see that sitting on a shelf right now at Urban and their and then all the stink pieces. So I make them, and if y'all want to sell and buy them, email me at the show. Y'all know what the email is. <laughs> so that's the wellness segment for today. I hope that it can bring you some peace with yes. all the craziness that's happening in the Maybe day-to-day. even a peace, depending on what you're thankful for at hey the now. end of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for men with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin, i.e. black men. Clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation, there is a definite reason that 9 out of 10 Bevel customers come back month after month. Up to 80% of black men and women struggle with razor bumps, and up to 30% of all men and women encounter razor bumps as well, and some of you fall in those percentages. This bevel razor uses a single blade that cuts hair above the skin, not beneath, so you can avoid those painful ingrown hairs. They can even get the word right. That's how bad those hairs are. So designed from the ground up to give you a smooth and bump-free shave, Bevel's end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, badger brush, safety razor, blades, shaving cream, and a cooling, restoring balm. It's created by the genius himself, Tristan Walker, who was a young entrepreneur that saw a void in the health and beauty market and filled it. So get Bevel. Log on to getbevel.com today. Enter code FRIENDZONEFREE at checkout. You get your first month free. Who don't like free shit? Okay? So go over to getbevel.com today and enter code FRIENDZONEFREE. And as soon as you use the razor, your voice automatically sounds like this. Let's get back to the show. So, Asante, what's today's (laughs) icebreaker? What do you have for us? 
Well, because it's so fucking cold outside and I miss summer so much, I was thinking about just naming some of your favorite things about summer in New York City. Oh, because it is fastly approaching. I feel like we love our little nostalgic segments. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm actually about to admit this, and (laughs) one of my favorite things about summer in New York is not wanting to go, but actually going to brunch. Because I never want to go to them brunches, but when <laughs> I get there and when we like in there and we're doing it, Lituation I guess every I don't time. remember half of it, but I'll be like, damn, we had fun at brunch yesterday. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember and I don't know how I got home or why I went to sleep at like six or seven, mm-hmm. but brunch was fun as fuck. So I'm looking forward to all of those this summer. Yes. Even this spring. Even this spring. Even this week. Even this week. <laughs> hey. So... Yes. Mm. And uh <laughs> Summer in NYC. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part is probably like the street fairs and the festivals. Mm. I thought you was gonna say street fights. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I was gonna be like, I was just Could about you- to say that. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> a gratitude jar, and then I'm talking about street right, fights right, on my favorite right, right. <laughs> What's your favorite part? Um, you know, people get into it outside. Imagine she puts that in her people gratitude jar. Like, watch, yeah. watch Nick get his ass beat today. I love it up that and- shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Put it on your site. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, no, but um, I love like. You know, like Afropunk. I do too, friend. You know, Afropunk and then how Harlem and Brooklyn has like random mm-hmm. music. Oh, Summer Stage mm-hmm. in Central Park mm-hmm. and you can see random music shows for free. And uh, then they have that park. What's the Prospect Park? Prospect Park, Where yeah. they have the free concerts. You know, we're all music heads. So Appreciate I love it. the free music. To Appreciate me, that's it. like the epitome love of it. summer when you have your pretty like flowy summery dress on and then you're drinking with your friends mm-hmm. in the park and it's and like hot. I'll have on like some basketball shorts you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like of and a white beater I'll be feeling real cute I understand you know yeah. <laughs> Like I completely understand what she's. That's I totally dress. understand what she's talking about. I mean, it's the same thing, you I know. Mean, it's I'm, a sundress. Listen, it's it's guys, your, the sun guys shorts. version of a you know sundress. What I'm yeah, it's sun shorts. Sun shorts. It. <laughs> but I agree, though, friend. That's yeah, one of my favorite Yeah, what's your favorite, favorite part? Where's your um, happy part? If I had to pick like a favorite part of summer in New York City, right? Going inside somewhere with air conditioning because it'd be hot as hell. And this is like a totally Listen. different kind of hot, right? I love it. You walking. That sweltering heat. You sticking. That spikely movie heat. That is what it that is. shit you is, wake up too. Look, I, it is that spikely shit. I love and it. And it's great, but there's a buy-in involved. That do the involved. right thing, ass heat. <laughs> there's a buy-in involved that I think people don't know about. Like, friend, you're right. I'm right there with you. No, friend, you know how I roll. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I love that moment. But a part of me had to surrender a little bit because, like we said about how we grew up, where we came from and shit, we didn't play that being outside, getting funky shit, and, you know, <laughs> smelling like outside and sweating. Smelling and like outside. Clothes leaning and hanging not right. We didn't do, we didn't like that. And so, but coming to New York, the freedom that I feel when I am in those moments and when I go to festivals and when I meet beautiful strangers mm. on the street, we both sweating, but we both hot. And you know what I'm saying? Like bronzy. that's like that. I get it, and I feel you. And so, one of my favorite things to do in summer in New York City is explore. 
I've had so True. many magical moments like that I've talked about on this show where I have literally just been on foot walking around this city and finding different areas, different businesses, different parks. I love being in the park and, and going by the water. That's the only time I like going to Brooklyn. Yeah, because yeah, they be having oh, some okay. <laughs> Cause when it's cold, I'm not going. Even when it's hot, look. When it's hot, it's still it's still a select trip. Listen, a select trip. I'm so, okay. That Brooklyn journey is real. People don't understand. They don't. Like that is a that is a walk to remember. <laughs> going go to Brooklyn. Like, depending on what you. hour it is, you might not make it back. <laughs> you might not. And Char- depending on what train you, you ain't gonna that make bridge. it there. Y'all thought Lil Kim was lying. Oh. <laughs> Look, huh. I see why I see why Babs was not walking Me to Brooklyn too. to and get Diddy in no motherfucking are always cheesecake. Like, oh, I live I close to now. the train. Mm-hmm. I yeah, would okay. not. And you walk in 15 minutes yeah. later, like, did huh. you say building three? For right, <laughs> close to the train. Yeah, if I get off the damn bus, <laughs> God, I'm walking to Brooklyn to get Diddy no motherfucking cheesecake. Okay. I would have at the time had I known. I'm not. I'm not either, girl. I would. Right. I'm right there with Look, you. Look, Asante, and then I would have chimed in. It's crazy. <laughs> Dustin goes second. Yeah, I always go second. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's far, I, I would have looked at you. Think of think look, if me and you I, was I, in that situation. Look, we would have been. Right I would have looked at you. I'd be like, friend, did this? Did, did this? Did, did he just say walk to Brooklyn? Yo, he said walk, y'all. He didn't even say take a Uber. I'm done. I'm like, ah, ain't ain't enough singing in the world. For you to get Listen. me to walk to Brooklyn. And then it's a bad boy contract. <laughs> right. That they are probably all still in. Right. <laughs> if they're going to be at the reunion show, then I guess they didn't sign up for nothing. They had security years down the road. But we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> so it's time to go into asking for a friend, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, one of them cheers because you're like, it's now it's time to go into and then somebody would be like, what would you do next? Or some shit, but it didn't come together in time. <laughs> Ty will add that part in. Oh, right. <laughs> so now the next part is asking for a friend. <laughs> no, that would be terrible if we did that shit. Moving left and right along. As always, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. That is thefriendzone at loudspeakers.com, not at thefriendzone at loudspeakers.com, in case you just did not. Uh, loudspeakersnetwork.com, by the way. I'm having an off day because it's my turn to be Juicy Mouth to Did. <laughs> Ain't she pregnant? Who? One of them little people not on the show is pregnant. The, is it Juicy? I, Juicy is the name of one of them. No, hand to wait, God. No, no, hand no, to God. No, no, hand to God. One of them together. little women of Atlanta is pregnant by, just, a, by a full man. Like one it's not of them a, little women of yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, she's a little person. There's a show? Yes. In Atlanta, so it's a black a one, friend. Man. Yes, they had little uh-huh, women uh-huh, first, uh-huh, not the novel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They had they had little women. It was a show or whatever. But now they got little women of Atlanta. Friend, it's a black one. So imagine like the Housewives of Atlanta, but can't nobody week. get on the ride. They gonna get, <laughs> yeah, they, they gonna, gonna get, get me. I don't care. Get this friend, imagine get, imagine like Housewives of Atlanta, but can't nobody ride the ride. <laughs> Cedar at Six Flags and shit. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I got love for everybody. I'm just playing. It's just comedy. The the pen's revving up for the It's just jokes. Y'all know it was funny. (laughs) Now, one of them, one of them little heifers is pregnant, though, by Pastor (laughs) Troy. 
I swear to what? God, in my life, the one of them is pregnant. Loudspeakersnetwork.com. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all the I truth. Like, one together, of them is pregnant. I, that's By my fucking bad, Pastor Troy. Are How you random sure? is that? Yeah, and they be on Instagram <laughs> taking pictures and shit. It is. Go on, Pastor Troy. Yeah, it is. Pastor Troy got one of them little women pregnant, dog. Pastor Troy. Asante Samus. Something for everybody. He's not talking about Keyway. Pastor Troy kept his Tumblr too, I guess. Or Adrian. <laughs> I guess Pastor Troy kept his Tumblr too. Speaking of Adrian, I'm sorry. No, we, we just so had a heavy show. Gonna... We are. We just had a heavy show, and it's, it was going to be long. We know that. Okay. Oh my but I God. need to laugh. So, speaking of Adrian, I just went to L.A. this weekend, and on the way back, I watched Creed for the first time. That movie was all that. Creed? Yes. Creed was so good with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I just yeah, it was saw like the spin it. Off like, I saw it. Yeah, I saw Friend. it. I was like, this is good. All the boxing and stuff. I was he like, looked this great is good. Too. He did. He mm-hmm. was working out. And he had, you see all them Nike jogging suits he had on. You know, I wanted every one of them jogging suits. <laughs> I was like, he looked all right, but I would have wore the shit out of that Nike jogging suit. <laughs> Only <laughs> Dustin would look now, at it for the styling. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Now, good <laughs> now. And yes, and uh, our our studio affiliate has shown us the Instagram receipt of Pastor Troy and the little the and the little mama. He got pregnant. Hey, little mama, why are you just so funky? Hey, I'm never gonna get out of this room. <laughs> like I like for y'all that are enjoying this long ass show, mm-hmm. just know I did not want to be here for any of this. Mm-hmm. Well, we only have time for one question today, so which one will it be? Mm-hmm. Well, you know how I do, so it's not gonna be the long one. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all, but y'all be saying some stuff in Baby. these emails. But Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> for the ones I read, the long ones, sometimes y'all be putting some stuff in there. But do not send the screenshots, though, if y'all going to leave your friends' names in there or them phone numbers. Not that I'm going to call, but, you know, for your own safety. Some of them emails be like, what was that thing that you go to the library and look up the old newspapers on? You <laughs> on know, the computer Them, them foil things. What was it called? Forget. That's how long them emails be. God be. damn, man. So, we're just going to get it started. (laughs) My man and I have been together for almost five years, and we've been through a lot. I mean, a lot. (laughs) From me cheating, not sexually, but cheating is cheating, to financial hardships. While we've been, while we've both been trying hard to make the relationship work, it just feels like it needs to be over. I get the feeling that he's only trying to be with me for the sake of our two-year-old, and I admit that for a little bit. Our child was my biggest reason for wanting the relationship to work as well. Lately, though, I'd just rather us co-parent. Not to be a couple, not being together anymore makes me uneasy, but I really think there's nothing else we can do for the relationship. I've heard a lot that it takes... I've heard a lot that it takes half the duration of your relationship to get over that person... No, it don't, boo. Sorry. Um, I've heard a lot of it takes half the duration of your relationship to get over that person. And I guess what I want to know is if that may be true. I know you've mentioned having been in a six. I know you've mentioned having been in a six year relationship, friend. And I'm interested in knowing if it took you three years to get over that relationship. I guess I'm trying to prepare myself for the unknown as I am so used to being with this man. I don't care about dating others or anything like that. I just need to learn to be single. I feel like I'm rambling. Thanks so much for reading this. It's okay, girl. I be jumbled like that, so I I get exactly what you be saying. Do y'all want to start or should I? Because I feel like I already said no. 
<laughs> it should not take you half the time. Well, everybody is different. Let yeah. me start off with that. But in my own personal opinion, I do not feel like, or in, you know, just seeing other people, I don't think it takes you half the time, depending on how long you've been in a relationship. But if you do feel that way and you were to believe that's true, wouldn't you want to get out as soon as possible because you don't want to be wasting half that time? But you also don't want to be wasting half that time on someone you're not with anymore. So just think about that when you're doing your time management tables. Someone else tables. take it. Um, I think the, the fear of leaving is always like so much bigger mm-hmm. than actually leaving. That unknown. Then once you leave, especially because you already know this is a lost cause, you know, it's a relief. Because now you can move on. Like now you can begin to move past it. And he can begin to move past it. So I think you're thinking about it too hard. And I know how it is because, you, like you said, you have all these years behind you. You have a kid. But I know for me, anytime I've, like, overthought it, I just ended up prolonging it. Mm-hmm. And when you prolong it, it just makes it even worse because usually you have to wait till someone does something awful (laughs) like Mm. you know where you guys start hating each other and then the relationship just gets a lot worse than it probably needs to be because no one knows when to let go Mm -hmm. like the worst breakups for me have been the ones that I just stayed too long you know so I think if you're already feeling this just go now trust me Mm -hmm. just go now because my sixth year a lot of that was us breaking up (laughs) for Mm -hmm. and just not no one wanting to be the one to do it. And so we prolonged it to the point that now we don't even talk, mm-hmm. you know, and that's unfortunate. So I say you already know what it is. Have the conversation with him. And if you do it now, maybe you guys can salvage the friendship at least, which is nice, I think. You yeah. already know. <laughs> Big free to shout. It's hard. I don't know. When you're in a relationship, it's hard sometimes to think about the to 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 even entertain the idea of going through the devastation that would happen after a breakup, right? Right. But let me tell you, like, being single is lit. Like, you can do whatever and you want to do. Coming. He ain't going to be getting on your nerves. You ain't going to be getting on his nerves. The baby will be happier and not crying all the time and fussy because it feels the energy that y'all give off, you of know? Course. You ain't got to deal with them shitty rides home in the car where y'all mad and ain't talking to each other. And waking up with tension. Waking up with tension. Can't stand his mama. Don't want to be around her, but you got to be nice <laughs> to keep peace. You know, you ain't got to do none of that. Just go. <laughs> Go. You tired of him, he tired of you. Y'all can raise a really dope baby together. Just go. He like if you at this point, him, yeah. yeah if you at this point in, in your gestation, you know what I'm saying, of leaving his ass, just go. Because you want to leave. Be single. It's about to be summertime. You can wear your sundress. And get lit. It's festivals we were just talking about that we right, love. I don't know where you live, you know, but I'm sure they have festivals everywhere. Listen, go on HeyFriendHey.com because I just posted 10 festivals that you have to attend in the Once next you leave your months. nigga. <laughs> yeah. 10 festivals for you to go to once you leave your nigga. That's, a, that's what the okay. post was. I'm going to change the title. <laughs> Start the post. So you've left. Here's yeah. where you need to go. Yeah. Just go. No, he's, so you've left. Do it. Get a revenge body. You know what I'm um, I mean, oh to have God. the best mm. summer you've ever had in your life. That's what I say. And don't be, don't be afraid. Dip a toe in that don't tub. Don't be afraid. And you dip asked, a toe in a tub. And you asked <laughs> about the time it took me to get over it. 
because I was the one who left, it actually was already over it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, look. <laughs> no, it's true. Like <laughs> we all just struggled. Like, like, I mean, everybody's well, tipping the scales with their palms. No, like, seriously, by the time you, because you already know it's over, it's been over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, the fact you're emailing us is because you it's know over. it's you just, over. You just want to know how to make it easy when you leave, and right. there's no real way to answer that. You just got to go and figure out what the best no, way to leave. Listen, girl. As soon as you have to ask someone else what they <laughs> think about something, that means you already know the answer. That's right. You right. just want to feel better about exactly. it. Exactly. Right. So I think <laughs> your, your, your uh, process is not going to take a half of whatever the years y'all been yeah. together. Now, but it's now. It's already there. But now, we're going to be smart. So you are still I ain't saying just leave now. What I'm saying is... Start putting your plan in motion to leave now. Okay. Start saving you some money that he don't know about because you're going to need it. On a pay yeah, this on a real note. This on coming. a real note. Start saving you some money that he doesn't know about. You know what I mean? Start researching apartments, areas, schools, all that kind of stuff. Start dissolving the bills together in your name that you can without really setting off any alarms. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just position yourself because people are crazy. And sometimes when you've been in a relationship long term like that, people don't want to let it go. We've all seen snaps. Oh, yes. So just set yourself up. You know, position yourself so that when you shoot the shot, it's nothing but net, baby. You out of there. And you leave him in the dust and have a great summer. That's On it. that note. <laughs> well. Do we have any church? Oh, no. We have the black business of the week. You have the black business of the you week sure along do. with the church announcement. Right? Yes, you we, do. We're gonna, so come on and give it to the people. A twofer. So if you go on heyfriendhey.com, if you've Where? been following it. Where? If you've been following heyfriendhey.com, you'll notice that today it's. And it's April too, my birthday month. Mm. It got a really cute facelift finally because it's been so many years. You know when you're putting off that thing you know you have to do. I was like, I have to fix Several this site. Go yeah, on. right. One of many. <laughs> so the site was one thing. I was spring renewal. I was like, I need to start, mm. you know, focusing on the things that I've been putting off. And the first thing on my list was redesign heyfriendhey.com. And it finally launched today. And it's beautiful. So I'm awesome. so excited. It's a really cool calming lavender yes. color so you know you guys can relax when you get out isn't it cute yes. <laughs> the mobile is even cuter right yeah. so i wanted to shout out chris because mm-hmm. crystal rowry she's a beautiful amazing black entrepreneur who does graphics, web design, web redesign. She's worked with a lot of amazing brands. Mm -hmm. She's done, like, Revolve Clothing, if you're, like, an online fashion Mm -hmm. person. She redid their site, so she's really amazing. I wanted to give her a shout-out because she works so hard on my site. She's so professional. She gives you a timeline when you guys start and says... And it's literally a calendar broken down week by week of what's happening with your site. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, your site will be up by April. What's today? (laughs) Yeah. By April 5th or the 4th. Is it the 5th? Today is the 5th. Wow. Time flies. Five days from my birthday. Continue, friend. She said your site will be up by Mm -hmm. April 5th. And you guys, it is up. It on is. April it's up 5th. and it's gorgeous. That's Chris with a K, right? It's K R I S S D I D I T dot com. Chris did it, and I had to shout her out because she is just, you know, when people say, "Oh, you don't want to work with black people for certain things," 
no. She's one that you, it's okay with her. She, because <laughs> yeah. we feel bad. She, she all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, if we always get that bad You're rap, right. you mm-hmm. know, especially for things that are of importance, like mm-hmm. website design and things that are, like, time sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to take the opportunity to shout out her professionalism, her craft. She's so good at what she does. Check out HeyFriendHey.com. That's my shameless plug as well. Okay. Ain't and no shame. we worked we worked so hard on it for the past month. So hopefully it's user friendly. It's nice curated health for the life on the go. It's beautiful. And I really like that feature you had at the bottom where it shows like your Instagram, right? It's right. like a feed of your Instagram. Yeah, and then there's a slider <laughs> at the top that yeah. shows you my top post. So she just did such a great job. So I had to to take the time out to give her that black business shout out of the week thank you Chris so much for your hard work we had a blast making it too ish pop man right so that's (laughs) it for the black business of the week what church announcements do you guys have this week well I have somewhat of a church announcement Mm -hmm. Um, over the weekend I was in Los Angeles had some really great events going on Um, oh that's yeah it was really dope got some business handled it was great but and shout out to Claudia Jordan and her shot packs really dope black business that she's starting (laughs) and her Uh, what? shot packs they're these little 17% alcohol like Capri Sun kind of looking shot (laughs) things they're so good yes We, we got smashed with her and we laughed anyway um while I was at actually Zen Lounge which is in LA I met Gangster Boo, and she listens to the friend zone. Stop it. Yo, shout Hand out to motherfucking to God. Gangsta Boo. I didn't tell y'all because I wanted this moment. <laughs> like this. What? Like, listen, I'm telling you. So I walk in. I'm in Zen Lounge or whatever. I'm talking to one of my friends, and I'm Has like. Has she caught your shout outs? I'm like, ain't that Gangsta Boo? Like, just like on the album. Hey, 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 ain't you Gangsta Boo? <laughs> I was like, ain't that Gangsta Boo? He was like, yeah, that's my homegirl. Come say what's up. So he was like, he was like hey. This is Dustin or whatever. I was like, <gasps> I'm like, <laughs> I am an old school Inquiring Minds fan. I said, and I have a little show that could called that The Friends Zone. And we mentioned you. I said, I literally just retweeted. She was like, wait a minute. She's like, is you and a girl be talking and another guy? I was like, yeah. She's like, The Friends friend Zone. She's no. like, I'll be. That's She's like, I listen. I know who y'all are. I listen to that y'all. Is I know crazy. y'all. Gangsta boo. <laughs> listen to the friends on. I tell you all walks of life, each and every one of them, okay? So I love shout it. out to Gangsta Boo. We love her here at the friend zone. She's always family. Right. Shout out to Gangsta Boo. Gangsta Boo. Boo. <laughs> I tell you, you already know. I'm, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm sitting there <laughs> yes. like, I am not. Right? How do we follow up with Look, that? One? I'm, I'm really just sitting there like, I'm, I'm like, Gangsta Boo, if you're listening right now, <laughs> Hey, gangster boo. Legendary. Legendary. You really are. Like, just... like not even fucking around. That's so weird. We're touching people, y'all. So that's what's up. We we touch gangster boo. And, and that's what oh, that is. Oh, look at the picture. Oh, my God. That's the show. That's what that is. So it's crazy. like we gangster boo in great. L.A. And shout out to Los Angeles, California. I had a great weekend celebrating my birthday with two of my best friends that, that were there. And it was just great energy. You know, it was just wonderful, and I, I really got a chance to really fuck with the personality of L.A. 
So I like her a little bit more now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was in L.A. too. You were. Shout we out were, to, We were ships passing I in the know, night, friend. man. Yeah. Shout yes. out to YouTube Black. Mm-hmm. YouTube flew out a hundred of the top black YouTube creators that they felt were the most influential and mm-hmm. put us all in a hotel mm-hmm. and then had different celeb- black celeb- celebrities. We had Russell Simmons, Nate Parker, Wanda Sykes, uh, Mara Baca Keel, which is awesome. Wow. She ta- I know she talked to us about how she came to make Being Mary Jane and all of her different movies and shows. Mm. So it was really beautiful to be in a mm, room full of that. black creatives that you look up to, black creatives that look up to you. It was just like all vibes. Every like the positivity, the inspiration. We collaborated with each other. Tons of beautiful pictures. Definitely check that out. The hashtag is YouTube Black, and it was also beautiful for us to come together online because mm-hmm. we are a lot of people's favorite YouTubers yeah. together. And I think it inspired people watching us. Like you can come together yes. and have an amazing time. And it was no shade. It was no drama. And Good. I'm talking Hell to you yeah. from. The experience firsthand, it was all love. And I'm happy about the different projects that are coming out of it. You guys saw that I yes. posted with Black and Sexy yes. TV. Yes. Shout out to Numa Right. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting next to her and I, I and Asante I was, was like, would you say touch her skin for me? Yes. And then I showed her the text and she took my phone. <laughs> and of course, because I was at work, I missed it. But yeah, I she took you, my phone and sent uh, Asante the little kissy emoji, which she I was thought like, was so cute. It's me. I was like, oh my God, it's <laughs> So there are a lot of really great collaborations in the works That's from good. that event that I'm really excited to tell you guys about. And my big announcement. <clears throat> <clears throat> so remember Start. I told you guys about a photo shoot that I couldn't really say what it was. So it the issue of Glamour Magazine from May 2016, which dropped today. I am in a spread Friend. called yeah. Modern yeah. Family. Friend. Yay! With uh, Cheska Lee, which mm. is so exciting because that's the homie we actually like started together, and she's the Y'all one that been. pushed me on YouTube. So to be able to share that moment with her was really full circle. Amazing. Y'all have been working yeah. y'all asses off, right? And she's been she actually just slayed Black Girls Rock. Yeah, she was the writer for it. Gorgeous as fuck. Shout out to yes. Cheska Lee and, and yes. wrote some of uh, Tracy's shit. Yeah, I was like, Tracy hired her. <laughs> Shout Tracy. out to Cheska. Yes, Tracy Ellis Ross hired Cheska Lee to write her jokes and basically write her whole all of her skits and lines for the show. So shout out to that. I actually was invited to Black Girls Rock, which is amazing. It was my first year being invited, but you, you I is was, one. <laughs> but because I was in LA, I couldn't make it out, which really kind of was sad but you know it's okay next year hopefully but yeah so we got to share that amazing spread like I said it's called Modern Family and it's the May 2016 issue of Glamour Mag they had me in some crazy sweaters but you know we made it work yeah it's cute you look pretty like really (laughs) pretty you know how them high fashion people be (laughs) but yeah so check that out definitely pick up a copy and a lot of you have already picked up copies and sent me screenshots of the page so thank you for that 
out of here. Right? If you, know? you do that, definitely uh, show me on Twitter and Snapchat and wherever I am. So thank you for the love yes. and the push and the inspiration. And let's keep going. We said it. No playing small. That's right. Right? That's yeah. right. That was our New Year's resolution. It and it's only April. And look at all that That's why we was all traveling yep. on the same weekend. Right? We was yep. in Texas. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Out in Dallas. Oh, and shout out to somebody who emailed like recommendations of what to do in Dallas. But oh, I saw that. Unfortunately, it was such a short trip. We didn't get to do a lot. But we did enough. So it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for me. No more announcements. Good. That's well, wonderful. This was an awesome, awesome episode. We got it to was. talk and touch on some very important things. Uh, I think the takeaway should definitely be go out there, get informed, speak up, you know. Uh, get some conversations started. Ask questions. You know, be down the doors. Really figure out what's going on and just <laughs> make an impact in some way. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go out there and make a statement, but just asking could, could be enough. Yeah, so and, use, and use your platform and talk about real things sometimes, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, look at Cardi B. As much as I be in here talking about Cardi B, she using her platform to talk about some positive things I love now. Cardi B. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening. We love you and we will see you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Holla.